Alright, it's time to do some mega auction coverage on the Indian Cricket Podcast. Join us. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome. Um, you know, today's a very interesting day on the podcast because A, we are finishing up all the teams, right? We are, this is the last team in the lot that we're talking about prior to the auction. And I'm very happy about that, that we've been able to do that. But thanks for everybody for coming by. And secondly, I it's interesting because I have somebody who I'm becoming friends with and who's on the podcast today, who I met because of the podcast, which is yeah. pretty insane. And and I really, really like that. Hey, Siddhant, um, hope all's well. Good to see you. Uh, Siddhant, of course, is a, a super Delhi Capitals fan. Uh, of course, his day job is he manages a big time factory building business. But alongside that, of course, cricket is a big part of your life, right? At the end of the day, and you're quite pumped because uh, it's a big day tomorrow and Delhi is going to be out to do some fun stuff. Absolutely. No, firstly, thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and just getting this done has been super duper fun. Like, yeah, so I mean, you can say that, yeah, my, my day job is trying to come up with enough money so that I can become a minority stakeholder in the Delhi team. So that I don't have to moan about the auction strategy and then just go to the table and be like, hey. And then you get us on board to be your advisors. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Done. Who else would I Done. have? <laughs> imagine, imagine GMR and the Jindals watching or listening to it. They'll be like, Londe bed ke baat kar rahe. Mr. Grant. But ambition is good. Yeah. Ambition is good. Ambition is good. Yeah. No, I mean, don't you remember the Kochi team, which had like 50 different owners because all of them had like 1% and 0.5%. And of course, that 1% and 0.5% is still worth millions and millions. And we were very close to that. But like, you know, one can dream. Of course. Hey, David, what's up? Good morning. A lot of folks coming in already. Uh, hang around. Hey, We've got hey, a fun Dravid, show planned um, for you. Dravid, don't play Avesh. Today, so that he stays in the uncapped set and <laughs> can get him in the cheap. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. But there's going to be a war on Avesh. It's going to be a huge war oh, if he's yeah. capped, uncapped. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be madness, lethal, yeah. bonkers. All right. But I think before we get to players, right, this is, I think, the important bit for me. We will talk about the franchise first, as we always do. Because they're in a very interesting space, you know, the way I look at it. Yeah. For a very long time, Right for a very long time, it you know you you had teams under the Delhi banner that were packed. They were you know star-studded, and you wondered why aren't they giving anybody a run for their money? You know Chennai were running away with the league, Mumbai were running away with the league, but Delhi wasn't figuring. And now with this transition to becoming capitals, you've seen potential. You've seen them be consistent. Yeah. You've seen them go all the way. But it's still you. You there's that akhri padao, you know that that last thing that's needed to take them over the line. So how has it been for you folks as Delhi fans to sort of just absorb this, you know, roller coaster over the years and now the last couple of years? So it's actually been it's been quite interesting because first few seasons were great. We actually I think Delhi was one of the first teams to have cracked the auction formula in that regard. Like we filled ourselves with. Good Indian Apart from batting. not getting Virat Kohli, that's it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's yeah, me. that that was a miss. And actually, I I think which yeah, is why was. we'll go heavily for Yashdul, but of course we'll get back to the get back to that later. Yep, yep, yep. Like yeah. it, it sort of makes sense we didn't go for Virat Kohli at that time because we what our batting order at that time was 
सहवाग गंभीर शिखर धवन वन डाउन बी के टू डाउन मनोज तिवारी एंड यू ऑल्सो हैड पीपल लाइक एबीडी एंड तिलक रत्न दिलशान एंड सो वी वर पैक टू द बैटर्स सो and then you had your foreign bowlers you had glen mcgrath you had dan vitori you had dirk nanis that season where he just uh, he became the exploded and then yeah 20 yeah. like we just let everyone go <laughs> and it's been a team that's been in transition since like we've been trying to find an identity Ooh. and then i think for the longest part the trouble was that if something didn't work for us we let everyone mm. go and press the reset button like for instance like one of the examples True. i always i think like dre ras was scouted by delhi first he was a part of that delhi setup ended up doing nothing kolkata picked him up for base price next year and he became probably one of the most lethal t20 all round one of the goats one of the absolute yeah. goats yeah. of the game so and i think 2018 when we again like we built this team Uh, so before that, I mean, of course, Rahul Dravid instilled this thing of youth, and we got Iyer and Pant and a lot mm-hmm. of people who we mm-hmm. who were our building blocks. But 2018 went terribly. Like the auction went well, but again, the same thing happened. But what I liked was that Panter didn't hit the reset button. He kept a majority of the team. Then, of course, uh, good trades happened, and then Delhi hasn't looked back. But unfortunately, like I think, apart from Bombay and maybe Chennai, we were one of the worst teams. that's been hit with this auction so yeah should be interesting but yeah fa- finally the capitals mm. are getting back to that original identity of holding on to key players and building a team around them and rather than just pressing the reset button Yeah. It's interesting so, because you know for for you fans right for for people that have followed Delhi Capitals very closely you can come up you you obviously know in and out and you remember things from 20 2008-9 but remember you know I think current consciousness of the IPL is 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 very recent in the sense yeah. the way teams operate the the change in structure the way you know there's a sense of professionalism in sport it's it's a mm-hmm. lot to do with great sports management now um but that's very recent right it's very recent and yeah. and you know you you all you look at delhi and you think it's only a team that has recently turned the knob on that you know gone down Absolutely. that route of being really you know like astute sports managers managing a team absolutely and i i think i mean i could be absolutely wrong on this but like after jsw came in so jsw manages a lot of sport they've got the indian institute of sport they're doing so much for the olympic teams and they've got the bangalore team and they've got the team in kabaddi and all those teams end mm. up doing really mm. well so i think they come from a background of knowing how to they manage do. sport and knowing how to yeah, manage yeah, teams yeah. and i think that yeah. tweak in structure might have help delhi but i mean this year again so uh, i i don't know if you're aware but there's this interesting thing where um, because they're 50 50 partners rather than being 50 50 partners it becomes like every two years the switch yeah you're talking the about switch the switch happens, right yeah yeah yeah, 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 so yeah. This year, very interesting uh, you know yeah, yeah it's a very fascinating model so while i'm sure jsw will be involved this year the paddles with gmr so i hope yeah. I Hope it isn't like another sixteen crore for one player, and then no, build a team around. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And and I I I think it won't be the case because uh, a I think like I said, you know, this whole movement of you know like you you've just turned the knob on managing a franchise in the last few years. I mean, in general as well, right? Growth has accelerated. 
edu- you know learning has accelerated for all of us wherever we are in the last few years right and it's the same Absolutely. with the IPL as well and uh, the way i look at it i think gmr will come in it very prepared they would know what they need to do and of course with gsw around you know they it seems like they they work well in tandem as well right and Absolutely. the third important thing there is mr ricky ponting who's sort of put his stamp on the team Absolutely, not just Ricky Ponting. They've got Praveen Amre, and they've got Sabha and they have yep. incredible eye for talent. Like uh, Amre yeah. discovered so many of the uh, Bombay Indian crop. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's true. I think Ayer and Rahani, mm. everyone has come through because of him. So I mean, that like 100%. the cricketing brains, like you rightly said, the think tank behind Delhi's team, it might be one of the strongest. Uh, in terms of this thing, even the analysts that they have, they've had for a while and like they've stuck with yep. that team. So they must be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's very interesting. I don't know how many Delhi fans know. I don't know if you know. So the preparations for this mega auction have begun in September, allegedly. That's 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 what I've yeah, heard. That's, from... what they, that's what Sabah Kareem said, right? Oh, uh, he did? He gave... I, I'm not sure. Yeah, but, he... but what I've heard from somebody who's sort of uh, associated with the franchise is... They began in September. They sent a team out to play a tournament yeah. somewhere in the country, right? November, then they had a pool of hundred odd uh, boys coming in to sort of get into that setup, and then they've gone on to continue filtering from there. So the processes have begun way back in September, yeah. right? Which just before shows the second where leg they are. happened. Before the second leg, that's even incredible. Happened. That's yeah. incredible. No, that's so, really uh, yeah, Sa- incredible. Saba Kareem said this in an interview. So they were asking him, and th- that's oh, exactly right. what he said. So in September, they sent a team of hopefuls to Chandigarh to play limited overs tournaments. It's yeah. insane oh, wow. the amount of work they've actually put in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Udit, good morning. You're not late, buddy. Don't worry. We are always around in this time. our time, 10 a.m. is our time. So Interesting. I mean, look, okay, let's let's sort of move from the franchise to the players because, yeah. uh, you know, they're going to be the key focal point. The franchise is, of course, timeless, but uh, the players are who, you know, who are going to sort of walk on the park are going to truly define if Delhi can take this forward or not, right? Absolutely. So, of course, you know, you you the, the elephant in the room, of course, is letting go of Rabada, letting go of Shikhar. What do you make of that? You know, this whole decision to let go of Rabada and keep Norkia. How, what do you look at it? So it was, I mean, I don't know if it's a combination of maybe recency bias or the fact that, I mean, what could have very likely happened is that Rabada just said that, you know what, I know that I can go for 10 crore plus at the auction. I I don't know what exactly is. uh, Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think, I mean, Nokia is not a bad option for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the management could only keep hold of one for the fourth slot and I guess they could only agree for the price with one person. That being said, as a T20 bowler, Rabada, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, over the last two years at least, Nokia has been insane. His he's numbers at the T20 yeah, World Cup, he, he was in that team. He, I mean, yes, he does get injured every now and then, but just having a bowler mm-hmm. who can hit 150, 20 out of 24 balls, I, I think, I mean, it's huge. I, I, it's huge. I, I wouldn't call yeah. it a bad decision. It's just that you could only keep one of them. And I guess whichever way you went, even if we picked Rabada over Norkia, we'd be asking the same question. Terry decided to go with Rabada over Norkia. 
So I, I, yeah. if you could only pick one, you can't really go wrong, and you can't really do right either. Um, so it's I wouldn't call it a bad decision. I would have just like to yeah, have it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's move to the retentions then quickly. I think, uh, you know, these are the other ones apart from Norkia. Uh, you have Rishabh, of course, who skippers it. Uh, maybe going on to skipper India as well in the time to come. You never know. Akshar Patel. <laughs> yeah, I'm rooting for that too. Akshar Patel, yeah. Prithvi Shaw, Anik Norkia. I think no surprises there. I think uh, Akshar, Prithvi deserved it. Um, they've yeah, been absolutely. Really inconsistent. Yeah, and and it's clear, right? Punter really loves Prithvi specifically. He really adores him. Fun fact: I think Punter really loves Akshar Patel. So this is something I was just looking. For. If you go to his Instagram, fun fact: yeah. so there are posts about his life, about his family, about his wine company, and then in the middle, randomly, there's one post saying, "Great to have Akshar Patel back in the team. He can do so much. Mm-hmm. He's a game changer. He's this. He's that. And like he's called Akshar teacher's pet in the past. I mean, like as much as he loves." Sure, I think he loves Akshar as well. I don't think nine crores too expensive for Akshar because he's a mm. he's an all rounder. Like, firstly, with the retentions, I think the idea was Delhi wanted all their bases covered. So you have an explosive top order batter who can go hammer and tongs in the power play. You have mm. a middle over mm-hmm. batter who can accelerate according to situation. Yeah. He is yeah. you have and in him you it's he's a triple threat he's like a Shankishan right you've got uh, and more than that actually he's a captain as well so he's left-handed he's a wicket keeper and he can bat anywhere in your top four and he's uh, yeah I mean yeah. he's also our captain in that regard uh, in Akshar yeah. you have a, an all-rounder who can bat at seven who can talk the ball a fair bit I mean of course not as good a batter as uh, a Jadeja of course but in my opinion a better bowler he's definitely more accurate. And, and really good at uh, at Kotla. Very, very effective very, at Kotla. Very, good, very, very effective at Kotla, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. he, the only thing also... is, right, it's interesting because I think this is a, a, a move to reward the player as well uh, for, mm-hmm. for loyalty, for good performances. If Akshar had gone to the auction, right, would he have gotten 9 CR? Maybe he would have. Uh, yeah. I think the folks sitting in Gujarat would have definitely gone heavy for 100%. him. 100%. They I would have gone very that, heavy for him. Yeah. I honestly feel that had he gone into the auction, Akshar might have been picked up as one of the draft choices for them. You know, yeah, with the Gujarat absolutely. identity. He wouldn't have made it to the auction. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have made it actually, to the auction. Gujarat perhaps. might not go for him because there's another left arm uh, all rounder who Hardik Pandya might just want in his team. Are, are, are. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that that could be the case. That could be the case. I I no, definitely agree. Honestly, with like but... Akshar is. I mean, the thing is, he's a gun fielder. He bats at seven. Yeah. He gives you four solid overs where he's giving you one for twenty six every game in a twenty twenty. Yeah. Why would yeah. you not want him? Like, wasn't there one tournament where he essentially made it to the playoffs having not conceded a six? That was insane. He's damn good. He's yeah. very underrated. Ridiculously underrated for too long now. I think. Uh, nine CR, of course, is is a number that stands out, and it's yeah. understandable why people would feel like it's a little extra. Yeah. But definitely, you know, it you know it, it shows that uh, you know that teams are not just built on availability; it's also built on you know the keeping the core, which is which is yeah. a question that has come in. You know, are teams uh, a franchise make teams revolving around the core or the availability? I think it's both. 
but if you yeah. ask me the the important thing is you want your core available that's it Absolutely. that's the amalgamation yeah that's the amalgamation you need, you need a strong foundation your team needs that spine to be able to stand right so uh, and honestly i think if you switch akshar and prithi like i mean for me it's four players for 40 for 48 for 42 crore or whatever if i switched prithi mm-hmm. and akshar and said that i paid prithvi 9 crore and i paid akshar 7.5 nobody would have batted an eye but now prithvi and mm. anrik nokia are steals yeah. and akshar is over yeah. so i think it's finding the overall balance balances out money you spent yeah exactly. yeah yeah absolutely and also it depends on you know player concept stage mein na in life akshar is at exactly. a little more advanced stage prithvi still you know he's still getting there we still yeah. have to see prithvi's upward curve so it's also that you know a player's expectation exactly. is also different right at the end of the day so you have to keep that in mind as a as a unit and this is what delhi is going in with this is the lowest that anybody is going in with at the auction yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're good players by that's, that's two players from ranji yeah correct 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 but yeah and uh, but but that's it's reality you know you don't you, you don't you i don't remember seeing delhi go in with you know that you know less amount of money in the auction but that's a positive sign it's a positive absolutely sign. absolutely it's a, it's a sign of stability like we've always seen mm. chennai and mumbai go into the auction with the lowest purse and they build good teams because they have that spine and i think delhi yeah. with their retentions yeah. they have got they've got a number 1 they've got a 4 they've got a 7 they've got a 10 they've got eight mm. overs they've got a wicket keeper they've got a righty they've got a lefty it's it's and that's the Very difference Delhi. between uh, say a rajasthan and a delhi rajasthan have gone 1 2 3 as their retention butler cheshashwi yeah. and sanju and here you've got a spine right that's Absolutely. something that i am very fascinated by how can you build your spine look at mumbai right mumbai has uh, rohit at the top you've got surya at 3 pollard who can come in at 6 and then bumrah who who is the pack Absolutely. right leader of the pack it's the same thing that delhi have done as delhi has done the same thing except they've got a spin bowling all rounder instead of pace they've got a spin all-rounder. bowling all rounder correct exactly so Absolutely. yeah you've you've set that up now this is the important one who do you bring back so I've only listed Everyone. down people. Everyone, <laughs> we bring back. Is that going to be possible? Is that no, going to be possible? Exactly. Most it's going to be very the difficult. way I see it is Delhi at most uh, from their original eleven will have six people, seven if we are extremely fortunate because so many of these people are in the marquee set. Yeah. So bidding is going to be insane. Yeah. The way I yeah. see it is Delhi will definitely. I mean, the one player who I'm sure we won't get back is Ayer, because definitely I think that relationship is. I mean, he wanted to be captain. Delhi stuck with Pant. I don't think he wants to come back. I mean, even if we do bid, honestly, I think Shreyas is going to be one of the two most expensive players in the auction anyway. So it's not like with our For course sure. we can afford him. But yeah. um, and and other Smith, teams need captains. So yeah, yeah. So other teams need captains. I mean, I, I actually wanted to ask you just as a slight tangent. What's your take on you know the captaincy bonus that it, that a lot of teams need uh, are putting on players? That oh, if a player is worth six crore, but because they they are captain, we can go as much as maybe a nine. Do do you think mm. that's uh, I mean like good reasoning, or does can T Twenty strategy come from the coach, or like what do you think about that? Just just as a slight tangent. Nine nine kya? आप उनको property दे दो, गाड़ी दे दो. <laughs> जो भी मुंह मु मांग जो भी कैप्टन पूछे ना दे दो बिकॉज आई वॉट कल्चर बिगिन टॉप इट्स ऑलवेज द केस आप कैप्टनसी में ना सी हियर्स द थिंग यू योर कोच योर मेंटोर कैन ओनली डू एज मच 
once you enter that thing right you're on your own it doesn't matter in those pressure moments you can look at your coach your coach will give you hand signals eye signals doesn't matter the sh- the hand on the shoulder uh is for that player at that time when he or she is under pressure is super super important the decisions you make as a captain in cricket as a sport are far more significant than any other team sport Absolutely. right the way i look at it so matlab ricky ponting kitni bhi strategy kyun na bana le agar aap last over kabhi sorabada ke jagah tom karan ko do to haro exactly and and that is the missing link for delhi you know that is the whole thing the way i look at it delhi built a side which had match winners everywhere but who is your person who will ensure you win the title you have match Me. winners but who is your title winner you know somebody like, who is who's the leader who will be with rishabh you know and and guide the whole team going forward that's important honestly with, with delhi i honestly feel like we are a lot like south africa during the 90s like uh, this last three years they were very very good but they didn't know how to handle the pressure situation right which is why they faltered every single time like they've made mistakes they've tried too much and they just, they haven't done what they did throughout the tournament uh, and so honestly i think one thing that delhi will definitely try to do is get back shikhar dhawan he's got two years maybe three years left in him that match three by aram se teen saal aram se aram se he's there you go scored, already yeah everyone yeah, wants him back, back. yeah <laughs> so yeah for sure everyone does want him back and that makes sense right he's been pretty much i think after kl rahul he's been the second highest run scorer in the last three tournaments albeit he scored it much faster he's i mean and this is after season. everybody wrote him off everybody wrote yeah, him yeah. off and said boss you're an odi player play odis everyone said oh odi is shikhar's format right but he went on yeah. to just do away with that chat Absolutely I mean like we talk a lot yeah. about this fire and ice thing where Prithvi Shaw has been the fire and Shikhar Dhawan has been the ice until mm. the UAE leg happened Shikhar Dhawan was striking at 135 yeah. average in 45 as an opener and he he scored I think he scored the most fours in the tournament 3 years running like and he's got yeah, a lot of yeah, my he, only worry so. is Dhawan again in that marquee set with the amount of money how far is delhi willing to go because exactly. i think most fans would want him back same with rabada for that matter he is in that marquee said yeah 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 you know your problem here is there's no rtm this year that's a yeah. big problem and that that will ensure that everything switches up no matter what happens but i also on the counter field right even if teams have 72 68 62 crore or whatever they can only go to a certain extent for somebody you exactly. i don't think anybody will have the audacity to go for a 20, 18 19 cr 17 cr won't happen i think people they will you know everyone will sort of figure it out and you know they'll say okay we can go 13 14 crore and i think delhi still have the money to match that 13 14 cr for a dhawan or a rabada depending on where Absolutely. they go but i think they'll go for one i think so so the way i see it hmm. is we go for dhawan or rabada i mean what i see happening or personally both. is <laughs> the or both i mean then you know then then we build our team around the under 19 folks who are eligible to participate um but other than that i honestly see delhi going for dhawan and then maybe going for a younger t20 opener who they can groom under him so that once he's at a situation where he's looking to retire delhi has a replacement ready or maybe yeah. they are going to go the chennai way you know what 
it's going to get three reset in three years anyway dhawan will give me three good years i will put my money in that basket dhawan and shaw has been the best batting combination other than maybe rutu and faf last year but over three years they've been the best opening duo so i'll continue uh, i think it's been kl and mayank <laughs> i think kl and mayank that, that's actually true that's true yeah they've I mean, been unreal uh, Mayank's Mayank honestly for me has been better because Mayank has struck the ball so I mean like one he struck the ball well two he's been extremely fast KL my only gripe has been he's been a little slow but I guess yeah. that's okay you do but he scored answer. mountainous amount of runs oh, yeah, yeah that's true a lot of people asking about picks I think let's move to picks uh, this is yeah. this is obviously the fun part of it and this yeah. is the way I look at slots right the slots are mm-hmm. important right who's going to partner Norkia one who are you going to be your all-rounder or all-rounders because remember daddy are as a team like these people yeah. who can do both lalit yadav mm-hmm. you know all those guys yeah, um, yeah. and your opening batter with prithvi now yeah. let us let's see what people are saying uh, and and let us and let us know what you think about these slots absolutely uh, so for me uh, the way i see daddy daddy at their best over the last 3 years they've had an all indian top 4 then they've had two mm-hmm. um middle order batters f- from abroad one of whom is an all-rounder then you would have then you had akshar at 7 or something like that at 7 then yeah i yeah. we should bring back dhawan and hetmaya and then you've got three pacers and a spinner so that's been your spine and you've had two gun fast bowlers from uh, abroad and then you've had a spinner and an indian pacer that's been derry's spine and that's worked for us so i mean i just looking at that the way i see it is uh, opening partner for shaw choice one would without a doubt be shikhar dhawan and i think delhi would try to break the bank for him if not dhawan they might look at somebody like a devdat padikal because you know yeah, you stole my thunder i was i was <laughs> holding that ace at the back pocket and i was like nikal dunga ace are you stole it the so way i look at it right to to be very honest very honest um I'll come to this later. I'll come to this later. Yeah. To be honest, I'll speak about Padikar later. But go on, go on. No, no. So, ऐसा कर लेंगे. Edit में काट देना और आप बोल देना. Gandhi sort of. No edit, sir. Edit. This is a live <laughs> podcast. We do live stuff only. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> loves it. Yeah. It's interesting picks again for all rounder slot holder and Hudda. I think Hudda will go for good yeah. money. I'm a Jason Holder, Jason Holder fan. Holder is one of my favorite people. I yeah, would yeah. love for so Jason sure. Holder to be our six. He can bowl three overs in the power play. and he he can bat at 6 he can go hammer and tongs when you need him to he's and he's a gun fielder he's really tall yeah yeah i'm going to read this out for you quinton decock warner paul sterling sterling's a great choice davan as opening oh, yeah. batter partner for prithvi labushain steve smith as an anchor jason holder nabi as all rounder nabi i love him but he's thoda and pace partner yeah. for norkia avesh khan okay interesting yeah interesting so choices. okay so the way i see it is i mean I I think Delhi might go for somebody like a Paul Sterling or a Finn Allen or an Alex Hales or a Gurbaz. Uh, you know, one of the people who've done well in the BBL as backups. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what Ponting loves to do. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like I I don't know what main all rounder we'll go for, but I honestly think our backup backup all rounder is going to be Hayden Kerr because of how he's done in the Big Bash. So mm-hmm. I mean, he's a left arm player; he can hit it. So like Ponting loves yeah, to have a few pick. BBL backups. So definitely those. Always, guys. always. I think. Devdutt Padikal or Dhawan or one of them to open and then at number three I honestly see us going for somebody like a Nitish Rana or a Rahul Tripathi Nitish Rana because one him and Pant get along really well 
like they've been mm-hmm. friends forever and Nitish Rana is a slightly underrated pick at that number three role. He'll consistently very underrated, slightly name. Very, very. Rahul Tripathi, mm-hmm. Nitish Rana are probably the most underrated people in the IPL throughout. Absolutely. Unreally good and, folks. Unreally and good. Rana will consistently give you 400 runs. He can play that anchor role. He can accelerate as well. I'm so, surprised think, how he doesn't have an you know India appearance, regular India appearance. Huh? And like after we've been looking for the number four for so long, he can actually try and we can try and slot him in. But anyway, I think one of those <laughs> two will be our number three. Um, four is, of course, Pant. I honestly see Delhi going back for Shimran Hetmeyer and him not being as expensive because of his fitness issues and him not playing for West Indies for a while. I think he mm-hmm. won't go for the same amount of money he did in those mini auctions all those years ago. And I, I yeah. honestly think, if not Hetmeyer, then maybe a Nicholas Puran, or um, if Delhi does decide to go for a foreign opener and opener, and there are, huh, I say, of course, limited. Uh, <laughs> but Nicholas Puran could be a cheap pick. Uh, don't you think? I mean, he's been out of He'll form. He cost you so. money. And I think he he impressed me as captain also in the second ODI. Not that, bad, that vice he, captain. His, his, his bowling yeah. decisions were really good. Fabulous. I was very surprised. And I'll tell you what, this is my theory for Prithvi Shaw as well. The same thing that applies for Nicholas Puran. Responsibility changes people sometimes. Lot of times, in fact. And in cricket, a lot of people just mature with responsibility. And therefore, that's a great transition to my next segment, which is Wild Picks. Uh, There's one name that does not figure here, which is the name that I wanted to talk about right at the top. And let's start with that. Devdat Padikal, like you rightly said. The way I look at it, right, um, Prithvi Shaw has had Shikhar Dhawan alongside him all the time. What does that do for your psychology? You feel safe. You feel like 100%. I can do what I want, right? Flip the script. Give him somebody who is equally young and say, Prithvi, you're the senior pro. Go and do your job. Get in Devdat Padikal, lefty-righty combination. Padikal equally good but a different type of a player as opposed yeah. to Prithvi Shaw. And get them to go out there. I think these two can do the job versus any bowling attack in the world. That's 100%, my first point. 100% agree with you there. I mean, the thing with Padikal is, again, he's a bank. Much like Shikhar Dhawan, he is a yeah. run bank. He will give you 400 runs in a bad season. Add to that Shaw. And like you rightly said, if you give Shaw that responsibility, he's an under-19 winning captain. So he's used yeah. to that responsibility. You give him that responsibility again. You say that you are my senior player. You need to protect yeah. Padikan. And suddenly yeah. you could see a different version of Shaw. I, I absolutely agree. Um, and then the second one for me, right? Second yeah. one for me. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to leave this just for a bit. Yeah. Alex Hales. Names like Alex Hales, uh, Devon Conway, um, Tim Seifert. These are three names, right, that I'm very interested in. A, they, you know, you don't need a keeper. Definitely, you don't need a keeper at Delhi. But it's not bad to have backups. It's good to have backups as and when. Um, and, and if your backup is somebody who is not uh, uh, an inexperienced Ranji Trophy player, but an international keeper, it gives you options. Plus, I think bouncing of what you said with regards to the Big Bash, uh, Ponting has been seeing Alex Hales. He's been talking good about Alex Hales for a very, very long time. It's been on. Right, so I think yeah. my wild shout for opening better could literally be Alex Hales. 
you know honestly if delhi picks up alex hales and i think if they do pick him up it'll be at base price it could end up being the steal of the auction that guy he can play pace he can play spin he can yeah. strike at 150 and he's i mean after what happened with him with england in 2019 people have just forgotten that he exists so like this could sure. be a good sort of road to redemption for him as well in like an international setup sort of fit especially with somebody like ponting yeah. putting his arm around his shoulder mm. um also like one thing that we That's sort true. of didn't address was like a pace uh, the pace trio that delhi has had so i see us going back for avesh for sure i don't think we can get rabada back for the cost i think delhi might go for somebody like um a locky ferguson maybe a mark wood somebody who's maybe again an i thought about mark wood mark wood mushkil hai maybe locky maybe locky nahi ulta i think it's the other way locky will be in demand in a lot of demand mark wood is somebody that you just might be able to get but i don't know if mark wood is a second seamer he's a third seamer he's you a third seamer delhi need a delhi need a frontline seamer or a second seamer if you don't get that person then you make nokia your frontline seamer avesh your second or you know your third and then somebody slots in right mm-hmm. yeah so so i don't think mark wood can be a second seamer he can be a third seamer which is why i left him mm-hmm. out which is why i went for either andrew tai or billy stanlake because andrew tai is somebody who's done it he's got pace and he's got yeah. experience and the same and with billy stanlake he's coming off a good, coming off a good big bash as well i mean uh, mm. yeah so and again okay. uh, that's true one i mean sort of wild card pick which i don't think we'll go for but would be i mean in my opinion would have been quite interesting is if delhi decide to go for two indian pacers and try for somebody like a chetan sakaria or a tina trajan you know a left arm quick who can bowl at the death i mean i don't think yeah. that's delhi's ethos or philosophy that's exactly Vish. what sek is saying as well he's saying go for two indian bowlers maybe avesh and shami it will allow you shami to get Tania. overseas folks at the top shami mushkil hai but you can try you i mean try. i'm sure they try. will try he he's played for <laughs> delhi for 4 5 years it's just that i don't think delhi has the money to get him as yeah go for a lot of money yeah go for a lot of money Uh, all right so i think the uh, all right the the one in the middle we have to talk about the oh, yeah. the all-rounder the other all-rounder um i've got rishi dhawan and liam livingston both listed there uh, i think delhi have struggled with their overseas middle order pick yeah. um Shim, as good as shimron hetmyer is he's you know it's just not worked they've tried everything mm. with him 6 3 uh, he played at 4 also once i remember once he opened also um so i think either rishi dhawan liam livingston or somebody like a tim david also yeah. you know that i think those three are interesting names especially you know livingston i think is going to be attract a lot of attention in the auction because that guy Absolutely. can smash it man oh. livingston would be a very hot commodity at the auction i'd love for him to play at 5 because he gives you off spin and leg spin oh. like he can bowl both yeah yeah So yeah. he's he's an ambidextrous bowler. He can hit it the long way. He'd be ideal at five. Rishi Dhawan, yeah. I somehow see seeing going to Mumbai because they've had that sort of connection and they've groomed Rishi Dhawan in the past. As much mm-hmm. as I'd love him and mm-hmm. what he's done for a team like Himachal, interesting, is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tim David again after what he's been doing with the PSL, I think he's going to be another hot property. Uh, for all we yeah. know, uh, Andy Flower could take him with him to Lucknow. I'd love for him to play. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. He might he might just do that. So 
some interesting shouts rasi vanderdusen i don't think he fits in that well no, no. chris jordan odian smith oh interesting shout um george carton somehow the current west indies lot i see a lot of them as first change sort of subs i don't see mm. many of them starting like the, none of them's like of a caliber of a jason holder to actually warrant a place in that 11 uh, for an ipl team yet i mean yeah yeah i was impressed with odian smith i was very impressed with odian smith oh and yeah. but i'll tell you what my interesting theory here is i don't know if this might come true it'll be bonkers uh i saw the look on kl rahul's face when odian smith beat him and he was like i got to get this guy to luck now which is which is the ball that came in and went out like that and he was like ooh how did that happen yeah it came in and went out it literally did that and he's got this short unassuming run up no fuss and then it just goes skids off the surface you know very similar to a bumrah you know he's skittering stall very, very short run up but pace he's got pace so i i Raw saw the look on rahul's face and i was like yaar ye to lucknow jane wala hai which is what delhi could be doing with puran because pants been chatting him up a lot like there have been a lot of pictures of them after games just hanging up maybe yeah. puran ends up at delhi never know yeah, yeah yeah you never know you never know his personality might just suit delhi as well you never know you can yeah. become one of those pillar players but the here's the thing right i mean i've i've looked at delhi and i've said listen you've gone for these people with incredible potential right match winners this and that but are they going to win you a title are they going to consistently perform every single game and go on to win the title hetmeyer all of those guys stoinis right great potential but are they going to win you a title has been the question how do they do that now you know is being is going to be important what's your wish list let's wrap up what's your wish list uh my wish list honestly uh i would love for dhavan to be back i would love for avish to be back and i would love for delhi to be able to sort their middle order if those three things happen like middle honestly model. i yeah the middle matter to be sorted i know we can't get rabada i i think because rahul's come on record and spoken about him i think he's going to throw the kitchen sink at getting rabada to luck now <laughs> uh, I I I don't know. Like I I I've I've made my peace with that. We can find a good second seamer. There are plenty of them from the foreign contingent. If we can get Avesh and Dhawan back, and if we can sort our middle order out, it's going to be another three years of solid performances and hopefully a title. Yeah. Well, uh, some interesting insights here. I I didn't know about Odian Smith being a net bowler oh. at KKR last year. I that's very interesting for me. Okay, then yeah. maybe Mr. Venki Mysore might just go for him. Uh, mm. I'm a rentongs. You never know. But <laughs> interesting. I mean, this has been fun. I think we can go on and on. Lots of names here in the chat. But I think one thing's for sure. This is a team that has been on their upward curve for a long, long time. um you know and and finally they are getting there i think they are led by a by a very good captain i think pant is a good captain he should not be judged on one or two incidents um but it's important how ponting and capitals um build a leadership unit at dc you know in the players and that will be the game changer absolutely like uh, until last year we've had you've had a dhawan and ashwin or rahane or smith you had senior folks now mm-hmm. ha- with everyone having been disbanded it will be interesting like you said it will be interesting to see the kind of core he gets and the kind of people he surrounds pant with 
yes. I think that's going to be a, a very very important thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been like I've now gotten used to us not being uh, perpetual wooden spooners, and I hope Delhi keeps it that way. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope so too. For the sake of the league, um, and I think Chennai and Mumbai deserve competition at the top. Delhi have been the closest. In fact, they've bettered them on a few occasions. Um, and I think it's going to be fun. Definitely. Thanks, man, Sidan. This was fun, fun, fun. I had a great time uh, chatting with you. Uh, and you should keep coming back, man. Keep coming back on the podcast. It's been good. Likewise, man. I had a great time. Um, just um, a quick this thing. If you guys like sneakers, I have a page that does uh, a lot of stuff about sneakers. It's called Sneaker Tag. Wow. Do follow me. Also, if um, you want property in Goa, talk to Sameer. He'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Goa, jao. Goa me ghar banana hai to batado. The the family business is real estate, but this is where I spend all of my time in. So you, if you want more of this, then this is where you should be coming. And if you want a little bit of Siddhant as well, you should you should be coming here as well, sometime or the other. One hundred percent. This has been fun. We are going to see you uh, again very, very soon. Our coverage of the auction day one and day two um, is going to be up and running on both days, Saturday and Sunday uh, on this channel. Uh, we're going to be live, say, about 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. onwards for a bit. Get a few people coming in and out. A few friends of ours from the cricket world, a few players who've been at the auction are going to be here to just chat, have fun. It's going to be, you know, just... A celebration, a live auction. We're gonna have party of sorts. and you're finishing this with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's bad. that just shows <laughs> that just shows no, it isn't. That just shows that this is a platform for fans first. It really is. I don't ever want to be an analyst. I'm not. I mean, I I don't want to be an analyst. This is a place for people to sit down and have fun, talk about the cricket, enjoy. Simple as that. That's all that we want to do on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I had a know, great time. I'm happy that we did it today. Yeah, Excellent. Likewise. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Siddhant, for joining in. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining in today. Join us tomorrow. Do not forget. Do not sleep in just because it's a Saturday. It's not worth it. You shouldn't be sleeping in. It's not why. All right? It's the IPL. Come on. See you, folks. See you. Bye. The Indian Cricket Podcast is produced and presented by Bilgi Media, a new age video and podcast company. You can find the video versions of these conversations and live cricket analysis on Match Day Mornings on my YouTube channel. So go ahead and do the jam. You can support our content as well by getting onto our Patreon account. Link is in all of my Linktree bios everywhere. So go ahead and uh, you can support us. Thank you for coming and uh, keep coming.